0: Now, we are going to cover two um, general topics today and then maybe a few Bible questions. All right. General topic number one. Students will always ask this kind of very difficult questions. Um, All right. So, the first one is Are genetically modified crops biblical? (laughs) Are genetically modified crops biblical, right? Um, so Jennifer, do you know what is genetically? I can't even pronounce that. Genetically modified crops. Okay, no. Okay, genetically. Alshama Maria and Salomia. Genetically modified crops are this. Um, the scientists would try and change the original structure of of um, the crop, crop as in vegetables, fruits. All right. They will inject things or they will perform experiments on it to change the gene. You know, gene, the genes are, um, I never thought of, uh, next time I must find out how to explain all this to, to the younger ones. Genes are what God used, what, what, when God created something, within it there are uh, molecules and how they are formed, they form genes. Not genes, genes. <laughs> Alright? It is G-E-N-E. Alright? What makes it up. Okay, so genetically modified means what God created, they genetically using signs, they go in and modify it, change it. All right, so for example, um, genetically modified crop can be how big is an orange about this size? All right, genetically modified, maybe they want to make it giant. All right, they're trying to change um, its, its makeup and it will grow differently. Um, If you don't like uh, sour oranges, they can modify it and make it very sweet and so on. Genetically modified. Now, this is different from what is called marcotting. You know it's marcotting Or grafting. So, later you study in school, if you you have a very nice durian tree, the durian tastes very good. Alright? Then you have another durian tree. Then they can cut the branch and then they stick it, they tie it together on the tree. Then slowly, slowly, the plants that, this durant tree, because they cut the branch, they tie it together. All right? It will take the same nutrient and it will develop and start growing durians on this other durant tree, which may not be so good. Then slowly, the, um, it changes. Okay? Now, that is called grafting. Now, that is not, that's different from this genetically modified crops. Genetically modified crops means scientists actually purposely going in and change the genes so that it grows differently. Okay? So that is... Uh, Jennifer, can understand? Alright? Genetically modified. Okay. Now, genetically modified crops. Um, is it wrong? Is it wrong to genetically... Modify crops? What do you think? It's a difficult question actually. Genetically modify. Well, some say that because God created something like that, we should not go in and change it. God is the creator, we should not go and change it. Now, some say that, well, fruits and vegetables, they are crops. They don't have a living soul in it. Hmm? They don't have a living soul in it. So it should be okay. Right? It should be okay. Um, personally, I really don't know the answer. <laughs> right? I try to find and find and find. But I think it will, it will boil down to the reason for doing things. Okay? It is true. There is no soul involved. When there's a soul involved, there's life involved in that sense with a soul. Now life, does a vegetable have life? Hmm. Now, how come we can grow? In the sense, it has life, right? A tree grows. In that sense, it has life. But when we say life, there's another kind of life that is that has a soul, all right? A soul. Okay. Thus, is, is a dog, a living a, animal, of course, right? So is so is a apple tree. It is a living um, tree. Now, what's the difference between an apple tree? Or durian tree with a dog. They are both living things. But a dog has a soul. Okay? A pig has a soul. Um, A donkey has a soul. But does a tree have a soul? No. Right? They do not have a soul. They go through the molecule changes and all that. But they do not have a soul. Now, does human have a soul? Of course. Right? Human have a soul. What's the difference between a human and a dog then is it the same soul hmm same soul same soul now Jennifer do you understand now dogs have dog is a living thing dog has a soul all right animals have soul human beings have soul also okay now what's the difference between their soul and our soul yes Samuel Maria. God created human in his image How old are you? Eight. How come the older ones don't know? (laughs) All right, that is correct. Now, there's a different soul, all right? The soul of the human being is the only soul that is created in the image of God. Okay, in the image of God. That is different. And the human soul and the animal soul, that's one difference, all right? Now, the human soul is the human soul eternal, goes on forever and ever and ever can never be destroyed yes correct what about animals soul will the animal soul live forever and ever and ever no okay they have breath in them they have life in them they have a soul in them but animals when they die it is over all right their soul do not go on living forever but human beings we our soul live forever forever in heaven or forever in hell all right so because of that, we are different. Okay? Now, genetically modified crops, some say there is no, um, no soul involved, and therefore it's okay. Okay? Now, if you create, for example, for food, for better um, uh, usage of food and all that, if a Christian insists that it is okay, I don't think we can really fault and, and argue. But now, if... A person say, I want to be God. I want to act like God. I want to create all these things. And I want to use all this to say, look, there's no God. Human beings can create all these things, use it to prove all that. Then it's not good. Then it's not good. Okay? Now, now that is genetically modified um, crops. GM foods, they call it, for example. Um, Now, let me see what else. Is it healthy to eat genetically modified food? I think it's not long enough for people to know. Uh, It's a recent thing. So usually to know whether it is bad or not, it takes a long time of testing and all that. So far, um, no one seems to um, say that there's any particular um, negative effect, I think. But I may be wrong. I've not fully researched this topic. Uh, but what I can say is, um, there's no soul involved, and therefore, if a person does it to feed more people, it's okay, I think. Uh, but if a person do it because they want to prove that man can create, I think the reality: can you create? Can man create life? Have you heard of this? Have you heard of Dolly, Dolly the little sheep? Let me say, pig, sheep, Lord Dolly the little sheep. All right, Jennifer, have you heard about Dolly the little sheep? Dolly the little sheep was created. The world call it created from just uh, I think the cell of or a part of a skin or what of an adult sheep. Hmm? So no two parents sheep coming together. Okay, it was just grafted, and then they could. Create it and let it grow and became a real life sheep. And can this real life sheep was like any other sheep? All right, that is Dolly, right? That's Dolly, right? Now, um, so men say, I we can create a sheep. Do you think it's true? What do you think, Emily? Do you think they created a sheep? You know, why? What is the definition of create? From nothing. Right? God created ex nihilo. God created ex nihilo means God created from nothing. Now that is creation. Okay, that's creation. Was Dolly created from nothing? No. (laughs) Had to take from the original somewhere. Right? In a sense, make a copy of it. Okay, so... He has to be created from something. So in that sense, as much as people claim they can create, no, they cannot. Right? And God always talks about species in uh, Genesis. Can you turn to Genesis? So all this genetically thing, genetically, genetically this, um, create that and all that, we have to understand from the Bible, no one can really do, no one, not no one can really do, no one can ever do what God does in creation. Okay. Now, Genesis um, chapter 1. Can we read verse 24 to 26? 24 to 26. All right, let's read together. 24, reading. The The living creatures after his kind, cattle and creeping things, and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind, and the cattle after their kind, and everything that is creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth. And over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, okay, so now can you notice one word that's repeated very clearly right is after his kind k i n d kind kind here refers to species you know species a species is is a is a is a dog a bird no both are living, both have a soul, but you notice in verse twenty four god simply spoke, right? Did God say, or he took something? No, he just said, let the earth bring forth. He spoke. He spoke them into existence, living creature after his kind, creeping thing. So living creature, cattle, one kind. Is a cattle a snake? Creeping thing. A crocodile? No, another kind. Can a cattle ever give birth to a snake? Never, right? Never, right? And this is how God created. After its species, and he repeats again, the beast of the earth after his kind, in verse 24, cattle after their kind, things that creep after their kind, birds of the air after their kind. Okay, so God creates through species, out of nothing, out of nothing, until today, no man can ever create that. Okay, so now, then the next question is this, what about genetic engineering? Now we move away from non-soul non things to soul things, genetic engineering. Now, genetic engineering, basically, they use scientific technologies to change the makeup of cells, transfer the genes within and across species boundaries for improved organisms, all right? Now, um, what they do is try and alter living animals' structures. Okay, um, anyone have come across genetic engineering? What they do in school? What do they do? What they try to do? To modify, like bits and pieces so that you become more More what? In- Improved. Mm-hmm. Alright. So ultimately the so genetic engineering is, is new relatively. And the aim of genetic engineering is really to keep improving um, a living thing. Okay, keep improving a living thing. Um, until they can produce the perfect living thing. Okay? So now, um, do you like your eyes? Shalomia, you want to wear glasses. <laughs> right? Oh, no, 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 no. Actually, Mia. Shalomia which, I don't have to wear glasses. Maybe. Right? They said, oh, I want to change. Now, genetic engineering, what they're trying to create is, ultimately, a human being that is perfect. No need for Glasses, no need for um you won't fall sick, it's perfect. Alright, every feature of you is perfect. <coughs> Who defines perfect? I don't know. Is a fat hand perfect or skinny hand perfect? I don't know. But they want not create this perfect living thing. Alright, no sickness, everything. So that is what they're experimenting, experimenting over and over again. They change the DNA and so on. Now uh, so ultimately they're trying to create that. Um now this Involves touching souls And it, or, um, leaving things with souls um, That is the principle we believe we should not cross So for example um, some people say I want blue eyes Well now what we do we have blue contact lenses, right? But that the kind of genetic engineering they can change. Yes, you want you want blue eyes? Okay, your baby will have blue eyes You want you want a boy? Okay, uh, your baby will be a boy a girl twins, whatever, short, tall, skinny, fat, black hair, purple hair, yeah? anything, you, you ask for it, put in your order, all right, genetically modify now, should you modify birth, no, because who decides your gender, should men decide, so your parents decide, I want a boy, and therefore, let's go for genetic um, engineering, so that I will have a boy, okay, yeah. So likewise, if they try to clone a human, Cloning of human. well, they've managed to clone some living things. Um, and yes, they also want to clone humans. Okay, whether they succeed, um, I don't know. They, they, they kind of made from oneself. I, I can't believe that it can happen. Human beings, I don't know. But I don't know, alright? So yes, of course, these are all the things, the plans, the desires of science. Because they don't believe that there's a God, neither do they care So, yeah, when it comes to deciding all these things which God decides, we should not go and um, modify and decide in that sense. Okay? So now that's... So when it comes to genetic engineering, um, the Christians should not um, support things like deciding what babies and, and what gender and all that kind of things. Okay? We should be principle is we should be content whatever state God created us in we just did in John right in John chapter 9 right the baby that was born uh, the beggar the blind beggar that was born God said God is the one Christ said God is the one who decided that he will be born blind okay God decides so God is the one okay so that no now then another question is this um Okay, I think there's much more to to study and research in this area. but I think that's enough. Um, The next one is this. Hmm. Oh, before I forget also, you know like um, genetic engineering, they want to create environment that will not deteriorate means they want to create a better and better and better world. Okay, a perfect world to live in. Do you think that's possible? Or rather, do you think that will happen? No, why? Why does Xing Xing Yin, shake your head? Why? Why it will not happen? Because of revelations, right? The world will get worse and worse and worse. Matthew 24, Matthew 7. The world will get worse and worse. Things will get worse. And one day God will destroy it. Okay, God did not say, "Please make a world better and better and better, and then I come back and receive this world." God said, "This world will get worse, and I will destroy it, and I will build a new heaven and new earth." Okay, so God will do that. Okay, so now um, this one thing. Okay, uh, last week, uh, previous week, we went to, we went to UW. Hang on, we went to Murdoch the other time and gave up tracks to for open day. Right, there's a store. There's a stall um, that was set up, right? So I was walking around looking at them. Then they look at us, and then I d- didn't really know what they were. And then they walked past our store, so I gave the store person a track, okay? A track and our church invitation. And say, and the person say, "I'll take one of yours. I'll take one of yours if you take one of mine." Mm-hmm. Right? So I say, "Okay." Then I say, "But you, will, you must read ours, and I, then I will read yours." They're all right, okay? So she took, a exchange, and we exchange. Then I look at it. Organ donation. (laughs) Organ donation. So there's a question here about organ donation. Should Christians donate organs? Alright, so to explain to the Jennifer's and and, and so on, organ donation is this, alright? Organ donation is not you have an organ at home and then you donate. (laughs) Alright? Organ donation is your body parts are made of organs. Alright? You have the kidney organ, you have the eye as an organ, you have the heart as an organ, you have... Um, lungs as organs, alright. Those those are your organs, alright. Your bodily parts, uh, inside and outside you. Okay, your organs. Now, so they say donate your organ, alright. Is it wrong? So, um, how many, how many kidneys do you have, Jennifer? Haven't studied, haven't studied, right? How, uh, one. Two. We have two kidneys. How do you know? Your dad. your dad told you. Right? <laughs> your dad took the time to tell you. We got two kidneys. Okay, we got two kidneys. Do you need all two to function? Dad didn't tell you. You don't need. right? You need at least one. But you don't need necessarily two. Right? So... Um, okay, Jennifer, you know it's a kidney, right? Do you eat kidney at home? <laughs> Not the human kidney. Do you all like kidney? Do you all cook kidney for her? No, not popular here. Oh, okay. So, kidneys. All right? So, we have two kidneys. So, organ donation societies, they come to you and say, since you have two kidneys, and Chama Maria rightly pointed out that you only need one, but you need at least one, so you can keep one, why don't you give the other one away? right? Because there are those people who, they have kidney failures. Their kidney fail. Both kidney fail. And like Shammai said, we need at least one, right? So if both fail, you're in trouble, right? You can't clear waste from your body, so in trouble. So he said, all right, human, since you have one extra kidney, why don't you donate that organ to this person, and they can put it into the human being, sew it up, and get it to work for that person? So each one share, each one have one kidney, so both can live happily. Okay? Should Christians do that? Uh, no. Okay. No. Why? It's your body? <laughs> Should you share your lunch with me? <laughs> so why don't you share your kidney with me? <laughs> hmm? Because God's holy temple. Wow, This lady is very powerful. <laughs> because God's holy temple. Now, mm, okay. Did God say if someone is, is cold, don't just tell the person, all right, you're cold. Well, God bless you, be warm, good night, go away. God say, no, we should help the person, right? We should help the person. Now, the principle for organ donation, generally, the Christian belief, it is okay for organ donation. Alright, it is okay for organ donation. Um, Now, um, the principle is, um, God has given you extra. (laughs) Alright, it's okay. If you can help the other person, it's okay. Okay? So so that is when you're living or you're about to die, you carry an organ donor card around, right? So if you say, I'm willing to be an organ donor, you carry a card around. If you get into an accident and then you're almost dying, but you're still living, all right? Means your organ is still living also. All right, that's when, but they know that you're going to die, and then I think family permission will be sought one more time, and then they will take that. That organ that you choose to donate, all right? You can choose what you want to donate, All right, Then they take the organ. There are many people who are on waiting list for kidneys, for um, parts of bodies, all right? So they're waiting list. Yes, Shalomia. That means, like, on the list, That means everyone has like, have no and just Um. Yes. So what happens when someone has no kidney? They die if they, if they remain long without kidney, they will die But hospitals, they have machines Alright, that they plug to their bodies And they, they help to clean the kidney Alright, to keep it as much as it can be used That's why they are waiting for someone That can give them a good kidney Alright So they can live But they are always living with a machine Very expensive, very troublesome But if someone can donate a kidney Then they can live normally Alright, answer your question? Okay, so now now, so kid donor organ organ donation, generally the belief is okay. Okay, we can't find a biblical principle that say no. But then it leads to the next question. The next question is, what about donating your body for scientific research, for research, for research? Okay, Shalomia say no. Why do you think so? You don't. Know, you just want to say no. All right. So now, who thinks it's okay? for scientific research who thinks it is not not okay all right no, one not okay two not okay three not okay right four not okay right the question is why is it not okay right okay and why yeah why is it not okay now the the main problem is this the main problem is um, typically right typically when you say you you give your body after you die for scientific research, um, the typical expectation is you cannot define and control what they do with your body. Okay? Mm. Ooh. <laughs> okay? Um, and the biggest problem is typically after they have... Okay, so you donate your body, you're dead, maybe they cut you up and then they experiment all sorts of things on you. What do they do with the remaining part of your body? What do you think they do? Yeah, what do you think they do? The they throw in a garbage bin. <laughs> all right. They, they throw into a certain kind of garbage bin, so long as they don't cook it and feed people. Now, they throw in some sort of garbage bin. Usually they, um, they, what's that word? They burn it up. Cremate. Thank you. Yes. Cremate. They cremate it. Cremate. All right. Um, Jennifer and the young ones, you know why it's cremate? Cremate means? Hmm? It's not that cream you put in your coffee mate. No, cremate, <laughs> all right? Cremate is they burn the body. All right, they burn the body. Okay, they burn the body. Um, they, they, they cremate the body, all right? So learn new words, all right? Cremate, okay? Now, they cremate the body. And should Christians cremate our body? No. Just now at lunch, someone walked up to me and said, I have a question, a private question. Can I ask you? Oops, it's a private question. <laughs> I'm just sharing it. Right, but it's, it's not that private. It's, it's, it's what we always preach in church. So the person said, I went to my lawyer to write my will. And the lawyer asked me, after you die, do you want to be buried or to be cremated? Hmm? So she wasn't sure, but she remembered that it was preached on the pulpit. So she, the person asked me, um, should I cremate or should I bury? And then they say, what do you think? The person said, bury. I said, do you understand why? Do you understand why Christians should not cremate? And we should always go for burial. Hmm, Shalomia? You're in school, huh? it's like, just, <laughs> just keep putting out hands. Why do you think so? It's not what? Good. It's not good. <laughs> That's standard answer. Alright, now why is it not good? When you read the Bible, you will see in every instance, believers that God mentioned about their death, when God mentioned it, God always mentioned burial. God mentioned the burial of, who is the famous one? After that, they can't find the body. Yes. Okay. But the famous one where God personally buried him. Wouldn't you like to be personally buried? Ooh. Elijah. <laughs> Elijah went to heaven without being buried. It's Moses, right? Moses. Okay. Next time, I was deduct marks. Deduct marks for wrong answers. Now Moses. Remember, God buried Moses personally, and no one knows where Moses was buried. In fact, God said, "I buried him personally." In fact, Satan. And the angel, the great angel, can't remember which one, they fought over Moses' body. Okay, Satan wanted Moses' body. Now, if you have Moses' body, what you think the people will do, they will definitely worship Moses' body. God knew that. So, God personally buried him in a place where he could not be found. No one knows. Okay? Now, so God mentioned about burying Moses, Abraham's wife, Abraham, Isaac, all bury. As long as believers, you search every single case. You will never come across a single instance when God talk about cremation. In fact, whenever you hear cremation, there are two things in the Bible. One is God's judgment. How did, how did, um, how did um, Nadab and Abihu die? How did Nadab and Abihu die? Nadab and Abihu were the two priestly sons. And they offered strange fire. And God sent fire down from heaven and burned them up. All right? Very sinful acts. Burn them up. Burning. When God judges. When God judges the unbelievers, always fire also. Right? Always fire. Always fire. And one of the things that you read, God says, don't do what the Canaanites do. Remember this morning I preached, God said, make sure you get all the Canaanites out of the land. Kill all of them right the Canaanites have this practice of burning their children. they believe their gods want them to be burnt so whenever you read the Bible of the practice of burning any bodies it's always pagan practices. you know it's pagan um, Jennifer pagan means the, the unbelievers right those that worship idols right the pagan beliefs so every, only the in the Bible only pagans practice cremation understand that never God's people so based on the principle Christians should not practice cremation in our constitution it is written very clearly Okay, we do not we will not conduct the funeral if it is cremation Okay, so understand that maybe the elderly in this room the seniors the adults must remember that alright so um, I'm still trying to convince some seniors in church they are intent on cremation Today I asked this lady who asked me, so she said, yes, I understand. I said, so, so you, what will you choose? She said, of course, um, um, burial. Okay, then I say, well, it's in the Bible, good, but I said, but ultimately why do you choose? And she said this, which is a very good statement, she said, if I obey God all my life, hmm, I obey God all my life, why should I not obey him unto death? Paul said, in in life or in death, I obey God. We often think only in life I obey God. So I'm living, I obey God. But when I die, whatever. God doesn't want us to be cremated. So even when we die, we should give instruction that even when I die, please make sure that I'm obeying God. (laughs) Can you obey God after you die? Can. How? Tell your relatives, make sure don't cremate me. (laughs) Alright, bury me. Did Joseph tell them the same thing? What did Joseph told his, told his told the people? He said, Later on, God will take you out of Egypt. Hmm? Please remember to take my ashes with you. Did he say that? He said, Please remember to take my bones with you. Alright? So although the Egyptians practice burial, practice cremation, practice whatever, Joseph makes sure that he's buried. When he die. bring his bones along. Alright? He said, Make sure you Take my ashes, no. Make sure when we reach there, you burn. Now, this is the idea. So now, I come back to this. I'm, I'm digressing, but I want to make sure I cover this thoroughly so that when you all grow up, you all don't think of cremation. Now, um, so what is the problem with genet- um, giving our bodies for scientific research? Typically, they cremate. They burn your body. So we shouldn't. Okay? Now, that is one key reason. Now, another thing is why do people want to cremate? Do you know why? Why? Minus mark, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, they think when they ran and they put it in the water sometimes, then they think that money will come out. Yes, very good. How come you know that? Oh, uh, My daddy. <laughs> okay. All right. So, according to the, the encyclopedias, <laughs> that is correct. So, like this elderly man, I've been talking to him, convincing him. I say, why? Because there's a Chinese saying. Sei hoi waika. Four seas become my home. Se-hoi is four seas. Waika becomes my home. That is the concept. Because when you when you, um, burn, uh, cremate, then the ashes, all right, they throw into the sea, the sea will flow everywhere, right? Go to all different seas. Now they say, but if you bury me, uh, I'm stuck in the same place underground all the time. But if you Cremate me, you can go out and see So they say, what he wants is to get cremated go out, Someone take a boat out to sea And just throw him into the wind Then the four winds will take him all over the world On a holiday <laughs> What happens to your soul? What happens to you immediately after you die? If you are a believer You go to heaven immediately How do you know? In the story of Lazarus and the rich man right? Lazarus went straight to, God, to heaven straight away So he goes straight to heaven how come this person think that he'll be stuck underground if you bury him in one spot? See, I'm forever stuck in this place. Because it's a superstition. So sometimes the elders, although they are Christians, some superstition remain with them. Hopefully through teaching, they begin to understand and then they move away from the superstition. We, the, the main thing is you want to obey God in life or in death. Okay, obey God in life and in death. Okay, so cremation. Understand that? We cover that thoroughly. Any question about cremation? No? Nope? But what happened is this? What happened to this? A Christian. Sorry, you have a question? Uh, yeah. yeah. I was just wondering, I just read that um, cremation is usually cheaper than people. Thank you very much. Yes, that's the other thing, all right? So, yes, so the, the other thing is this most people want to go for cremation because it's cheaper. It's cheaper to take a space in an urn in a slot, it's more expensive to buy a plot of land and bury the whole body. Right, the land space more, more expensive. Understand? So it's more expensive to bury. Then after that, there's maintenance also, right? After that, for example, like my dad, um, we obviously we bury him. He's a believer, and um, every month you have to pay someone to go cut the grass, tidy up the place. You know, so it's all oh, this is very expensive. Buy the land, very expensive, right? Yes. In your backyard. Buried in the land. Must you bury it in a cemetery or bury it in your backyard? You can bury it in the backyard. I think you need to get some license. Alright? Someone was buried in the backyard, in their garden recently. I have a question. Um, you know, if your loved one dies? You're on what? If your loved one passed away. Yeah. Will I talk to even when they're dead? When they're dead. When you talk to them, do you think they can hear? No. Why? Because they are... If they are believers, they are immediately with God already, okay. so they can't hear. All right. They can't them, right? Yes. We can't no more. Come. No more communication with the dead. So they can't. Yes, because the dead can't hear you. Right? The dead can't hear you anymore. Okay, we can't talk them, right? Yes. No more. Right? When you go to heaven, you can look for them. So, Auntie, so where are you? Like really, you know what you do. Like really, someone passes away, mm-hmm. and like the loved ones, once see, you know you go in there, visit the grave. Yep. Sometimes I talk to them <laughs> But are you yeah, that's, are that's a superst- Are we no. no, no point because it's a, it's a superstition Yeah, it's a superstition mean? Superstition means you believe In something that's not true They believe that when they talk The loved one in the ground still can hear They cannot, they're in heaven They're very busy talking to people in heaven and to God And they're very excited there So they can't hear us anymore It's just the body rotting, that's all And God's joy. and God's strength. Ghosts don't exist, correct? Right. Satan exists, and his devils exist. Alright? Some may, they may appear as ghosts. <laughs> Alright? But the dead, uh, can't hear. Alright, so now, so back to cremation, so it's cheaper and all that. So sh- just because it's cheaper, should you do it? No, because we must obey God in life and in death. Okay? That is the principle. Another thing about cremation is this. Now, what happened if this building suddenly, after lunch, they forgot to turn off the fire. This building catch fire. All of us die now, <laughs> in the fire. And we all will go to heaven so nice. Alright? We all got roasted. Hmm? We will get burnt. Oh no, I must jump out of the window. I'd rather die, jumping out of the window, die on the road, than to get burnt. Because I should not be burnt. How? Now, when it's, when it's that kind of situation, it is not you choose, right? You don't choose to be cremated, right? If there's a fire, there's an earthquake, and then things explode, and then you get burnt. That is different. That is different. Can God bring you back together? Four thing. Those burnt ones cannot come back together. No, God is the creator. Even you're burnt to ashes, you rot underground, gone. But God can bring it together. So it has nothing to do with, with. I should not cremate because, wow, it's very difficult for God to piece all these milk molecules together after that. It's nothing to do with that. huh? It's how God shows it in the Bible. It's always burial. Okay, God can bring you back together if you accidentally die in a fire. Okay, so enough of that. All right? So we covered genet- uh, genetically modified crop. We covered um, genetic engineering. We covered uh, donating our bodies for 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 research. Is that good? Okay, so we should not donate our bodies for research because they cremate you. After that. But we can... But we're allowed to, like, um... To, um... Like... We can, like... You know even like... You know... We, right? we can, we should not donate our body for research. For, for de- donating organs? Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's all right. Yes, that's all right. Okay, so now, okay, so now those are the three things that, that were um, general knowledge. Now we have, we move to Bible questions, all right, Bible questions. So, there's this question. Let me see which one to choose. Okay, the, the person just want to know this. I choose this first. All right, very quickly, just to answer. Because every question you submit, our answer. All right? Now, so the person asks, Acts chapter 20. No need to turn there. Acts chapter 20 verse 4. There is a person called Gaius. G-A-I-U-S, Gaius. All right? And then in 3 John chapter 1, 3rd uh, John 1, there's also a person called Gaius. Two-person uh, of the same name. So the person wanted to know: is this two-person the same? Gaius. Alright, is it the same Gaius? Um, as far as research shows, they are not. They are not. For a few reasons. Number one, the location. Um, number two, the time frame in which they lived. And also one was a companion of Paul. The one in Acts, companion of Paul. The other one was seems to be a uh, new convert of John. So, very different time, um, with different people. So, by and large, most people feel they are not the same. Alright? So, answer your question? Okay. So, that is the reason. All right. So, can someone be super confident, definite, 100%? No. But, by and large, most people believe they are different. Okay? So, Gaius apparently is... It's a very common name um, in the form of Caius. All right, so next one. Um, What happened to all the Bible questions? Okay, so yeah, this is about the eyes. Yeah, I didn't print it. Do you remember your question about the eye be single? Oh here. Turn to Matthew chapter six. Matthew chapter six. Then I ask you all, because you have learned the biblical principles. All right, so try and apply. Matthew chapter six, verses twenty-two to twenty-three. Okay. Now let's if Matthew chapter six twenty two to 23, shall we read together? But, eh, sorry, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. Okay, so now the person asked this question, Uh, Verse 22, it says, If therefore thine eye be single. But then in verse 23, it says, But if thine eye be evil. Okay, so why, what is single? Why don't God say, if thine eye be good? Because the other one, he says in verse 23, But thine eye be evil. So why don't say good? Why say single? Okay, so the person wants to understand why. God says, good. God says single instead of good. Okay, so we always say, when you have questions, when you read the Bible, there are four Cs. Alright? A good C to start with always is context. The context. Context means the verses before and after this passage to understand this verse well. Okay, context. So can I ask, what is the context before? Shen Hey, Ray. What is the context before? So whenever you have question read before and after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you try and, like, build up treasures treasures in, like, uh, on this world which fade away things. Okay. Things, right. okay. Yeah. Right? So about laying up treasures in heaven that's the context, right? Now Maybe Vincent, you try. What's the context after these verses? No, no man can serve two masters. Ah, no masters. Alright, so you see the context. What's the context? Now, God say, store your treasures in heaven. Right? Live for heaven. After that, he talk about no man can serve two masters. Okay? So do you think you, it's beginning to become clear why God will say your eye be single? Right? So apply the principles you learn. All right? Single means your heart be focused. Your eyes be focused on heaven. Don't get distracted by things on earth, by love of the world. Right. You are very focused. And then, he said, don't serve two masters. Re-emphasizes, focus on one. Right? And he said, you look, always focus on one. So God would use the word, if your eye be single. Okay, the eye be single. But it has also a bit to do, as, as some would understand it, with the way the Jews speak. Alright? So when the Jews hear single, they would also very quickly know that is how they say certain colloquial things. And then, then so actually the question is more like, but if thine eye be evil, why not say if the eye be double? Since now God is focusing on single, so it's not so much the question, why God used good? It's more like, why God didn't say double? Alright? It's the way they speak. It's the way they speak. Sometimes it's just like that. If the eye be evil, in fact, this word "evil" can also mean defective. Defective. If your eyes is defective, can you see clearly? Even you want to focus, you cannot. Right. So that is how they speak. Okay. So answer the question, generate, All right. Okay. So that is the explanation for this. And then, I have a question. No. Okay, one thirty. I ask for any questions from the floor. Any questions in the meanwhile? Yes, Joshua? On the particles there? And, the there. Ghost. Ghost and ghosts. In the witch of Endor, mm-hmm. when she raised up Samuel's ghost, mm-hmm. was that more the demon, not Samuel at all? Okay. So you know the situation of the the ghost. <laughs> the person that came back to life in Endor, Alright, Jennifer, is this, okay? So I'll just tell the story first. Now, King Saul was going to battle. He was very worried, okay? So King Saul went to look for a witch. <laughs> <laughs> a witch. They, these witches, they claim that they can bring souls back from the dead to talk to people. So King Saul wanted to know what's going to happen. So he went to look for a witch. But at the time, God made it very clear. God said, anyone who visits a witch will be put to death. Okay? In other words, it means this. Children, God is against you playing with wizardry. Things of darkness. You know, that's a very popular game. What is it called now? Say again? Charlie, Charlie. Charlie, Charlie. Charlie. Alright? You don't know a Charlie, Charlie? Good. (laughs) Alright? Charlie, Charlie. It is the same when I was young. It's just back then. It's Ojja boards, right? Charlie Charlie. They take pencils, is it? They take pencils and then they chant certain things, and then the pencil will move and that kind of thing. Uh, they they use they call the spirits up to direct them, all right? Now that is playing with the darkness, witchcraft. Okay, Jennifer, do your friends play Charlie Charlie? No, they play Charlie Charlie. You run away, right? You go away, all right? Because it's playing with with demons. Okay, so to answer. Um Shirley's question. Alright, this these are evil spirits. Alright, so we don't play with evil spirits. Alright? Yes, no. Very good. Alright, so now. So God says no. All the while, for his people never play with any of these spiritual things. So King Saul went to ask, He said, Can you please bring up Samuel the prophet? I want to ask him a question. Alright? So in that scene, Samuel came back. Then the witch of Endor. She got shocked too. She fell back. She got frightened. Alright? And then Saul was also frightened. Okay? So now the question was this. Is that spirit that came back really Samuel? Or an evil spirit? A false imitator? Okay, so that's the question. Hmm? Okay. Um you know some of this, yeah. Oh, they, they're called witches. They're, they're real. They, they practice witchcraft. Back then, they are witches today also. All right. They call themselves witches because they practice witchcraft. They practice um, all these spiritual um, um, things. Okay. Like they put curse on people and all that. They ask the s- evil spirits to respond to them. All right. So it's sinful. It's sinful. Okay. It's sinful. They make use of Satan's devils. Okay? Alright? Uh, but today it's very popular, right? Because of Harry Potter and all that, it's so cute, right? That's what they do. Now, so now the question is that, is it a real spirit? Was it really um, Samuel, or was it an imitation spirit? Okay, there are many views on this. One is, it is an imitation spirit. Okay, that came back. The spirit knew a lot about Saul, so it could imitate Samuel. Okay, so that's one view. Another view is, it is, um, uh, the witch managed to play some tricks, okay, and make it appear. Maybe someone hiding, or something, you know. Uh, So that's another view. And then the third view, it was really Samuel. Okay, it was really Samuel. Okay, um, so, different views. I take the view that. What do you think it is actually? What do you think? It was Samuel. All right? What do you think? Samuel or evil spirit? Don't know. What do you think is Samuel? Because you studied. <laughs> because all the prophecies came true. Right? So, whatever that spirit appeared, whatever he said, came exactly true. All right? Now, there are the reasons. So I believe is Samuel. Okay, you can have your your beliefs and you can defend it. Yeah. 28, 28. Shall we turn to the passage? First Samuel, Samuel twenty-eight. And tomorrow, shall thou, thou and thy sons be with me? So what he being by? Be with me. Means that basically, the, they they will die. Me as in I I, I die. They will die. Yeah. So they know that it's about death. Not about so much as heaven, but about death. That's how they speak. Alright. So now, um, okay. So now, why? So one of the reasons is the prophecies came precisely true. That's one. Do you think it could have been some, the, someone hiding and pretending? What do you think, Amberley? There was a clue. Huh? This is like a detective. There was a clue. When the image appeared, the witch was so shocked and she was so frightened herself. So it's probably not the witch trying to create something, right? Some trickery because she got shocked. Right? So probably she was a trickster, always using a sort of tricks. You know, these witches, this, many of them, they are false. Right? They know a lot of society, they know people's lives, so they can say a lot of things that are general, that seems true. Right? But this time, So this time the witch herself got shocked. Wow, this is real. All right? i never experienced this before. If she was creating a trick, she would not have been shocked. Right? She knew. Yeah, she was shocked because she herself didn't expect it to happen. All right? She was shocked. She didn't expect it to happen. Now what about what about the point that is this? Can a person come back to speak to another person? Can or not? Why cannot? Great gulf between heaven and earth. Big gap. Heaven and earth. Were there occasions where, in the Bible, where the dead people did come back and speak to people? Uh, when Jesus died, Who came back to speak to who? The dead people. Dead. Well, this one is spirit. Spirit. Uh, Those who are bodily resurrected. Alright? Spirit. Very clear what? Where? Hmm? Mount of Transfiguration, remember? Mount of Transfiguration, there were other figures that came. Jesus talked to them, Jesus appeared in his glory, and there were two other figures, right? They did come back to earth to talk, in this case to Jesus. So there were evidences of, of souls coming back. But it is up to God. God chose to send Samuel back. God chose to send those two back. All right? In spirit form. In spirit form. Okay? Understand? So there are cases. So, but if you really ins- you want to insist, no, it is, it is false, it's trickery, it's what? Um, and you have a strong biblical explanation, well, you're, you're open to your views. Uh, we find out when we go to heaven. Okay? Samuel, did you really come back? Okay? So, so that's the other question. Alright? Okay, so I think we should stop here. A- any, Please submit your questions, alright? We're kind of running out of questions. Um, if not, I will ask you questions. <laughs> the better you ask questions. Okay, any last minute questions? We have only a few more minutes. No? Jennifer, alright? Okay, you can submit questions. More questions. Alright? Any questions? Maybelline, you look... Hey, Mabel, you look at like you want to ask a question. No? Okay, let's pray then.